before we say, let's just go ahead straight into the word. We will be taking our word from a very popular verse, which is the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 3. If we can open our Bibles to Habakkuk 2, verse 3. Habakkuk 2, 3 says... Then the Lord answered, we read together. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads with it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Let's read together. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. It will not tarry. Verse 4. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Once again, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Our word this, please be seated. Our word this morning, once again, the title of the word is Hold On. Amen. I know we've been talking about the next level. We've talk, spoke about opportunities that you can see to get to the next level. We spoke about on Friday about speaking the word. And we had a great session where we went through the story of the centurion that spoke the word because he had the believer and the faith. Now this morning, the next level I'm going to touch is I'm going to tell you to hold on. Why does it mean to hold on? Because God has told you something but for your own sake, you not, things just don't seem to be aligning. Amen? We say that, we're saying next level, next level. Testimonies are coming about. But you are saying, when is my time? And I want to encourage you this morning that you need to hold on. Because the God that gave you that vision, the God that gave you that goal, he is still going to make it come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. We have countless testimonies that we see now. But I want to tell you that heaven may seem silent, but so it is still part of the process. If you are still going to go to your next level, God has given you that vision. Nobody can take it away except you don't have the attitude to be able to possess what God has, put, has already given you. So once again, it's all within you. It's not God, but it's all within you. If you go to the verse 2 of that verse, the Bible says that the vision... Write the vision down and make it plain on tablet. That you may do what? That you may run with it. What is your vision? What is that goal that we set? Sister Banke gave a good example that she, this year, she asked that God give her another business. And she started praying towards that business. Brethren, do you have a goal? If you are going to move to the next level, do you even have a plan? Or everything is just going to be everything? You have to do your part. God has to do your part. God in this one said, write down that vision. No one is meant to be stagnant. If you go to a stream that is not flowing, what happens to it? It's what's what? Do you want to smell? There's something within you. You are created for greatness. Everybody has a greatness within you. Part of the series when we spoke a couple of weeks is like you have to be discontent with your current level that you are. Are you energizing yourself? Are you checking yourself? What is that dream? 
What is that dream that God has given you? Take a time out. We're talking about next level. Some people are talking about businesses. Some people are about talking about buying homes. Some people are about talking to see the hand of God moving in their lives. What is that thing that you see? Because you can't move to the next level if you don't have a dream and it's just going to work and you're just over broke. Do you know what I mean? That's the definition of job. Just over broke. Is that your vision? Just to go to work and pay bills? That's it? And to pay your mortgage? Please, let's take a step back to talk about the next level. If you have your job now, that is not it. Are you discontent with the level that you are right now? How do you expand your vision? How do you move forward? You know, there's a lot of lies out there that the enemy is saying you can't do it. Who says you can't do it? If we can have President Barack Obama become president, is anything impossible? In our own lifetime, I was one of the people that said the man cannot become, he cannot win the nomination. I said, a black man? For me, there was nothing you can convince me. I said he cannot win the nomination. He made a believer out of me that nothing is impossible. If you see the story of Abraham, when God appeared to him, what did God say? The God said that as far as you can see is what? Is what I will give to you. What do you see in your vision? Please, what do you see in your dream? Is it just to own one house and then what? Drive a Range Rover, that's it? No, it is true. I've met people that said I'm straight, I'm content. Once I got my Range, I got my this, I'm gone. And I looked at the guy, I said, bro, that's, that's, that's it? Is it just one Range Rover or multiple ones? Please, ask yourself, what is my goal? What is your, your dream? What do you see? Are you still being convinced because of what's around you? Your future now, this is not your, your tomorrow is better. If you want to start thinking about your next level, I want to challenge everybody. What is that thing that you used to dream about? That you think this is what I need to do. Recirculate it. Restart it. Start thinking about it. Is it a business? Have they said because of your color you can't do it? Or because the way you speak you can't do it? I want to encourage you. Restart your vision. Because what you see is what you get. My people perish. For lack of knowledge. There's knowledge out there if you need knowledge. Go to Google. Start interacting and find something. But please, don't live here and don't start thinking, what was that thing that I wanted to do? What was that vision that God has put about me? You need to take a positive look about life. Even if you found bankruptcy, if they said, yes, you've been married before, you can't marry again because you have a child. If they said, because you did this, your future, this is now don't let anybody stop what your tomorrow is we're talking about speaking positively don't let anybody discourage you 
you will get people that will say different things to you. But once again, don't let anybody discourage you. Because God has a future. Believe it and confess it. Now, verse 3 of that chapter, a member of that uh, the verse, it says, For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end. But let me speak about that time. The Bible says what? Appointed time. Did he give you a did he give you a date? To move to your next level, you will need to learn to wait on God. An appointed time did not say yesterday. It did not say tomorrow. It says what? It's an appointed time. So an appointed time, that means your answer may not happen now because the time is not yet right. Please don't step out of God's timing. Whatever you're doing, as we said to re-energize your goal, don't step out of your timing. You need certain things that you still have to be able to do the most important thing that, it, that matters is what's your attitude as you're also sitting here. Because it will come to pass. But please, do not step out of your time. Do not murmur. You know, one of the things that God revealed to me that humbled me was a question God asked me. Did you choose your sex? Did you choose your color? Did you choose where you'll be born? Did you choose, I mean, I think, you know, my sex, my color, and where we were born, and my parents. He said, did you choose any of those? If you don't choose it, why is it so hard for you to trust me and wait on me? Brethren, Lord, there's some choices we made, but you didn't have no creation, you didn't have no choice in your creation where God created you. If you think you can't wait on God, there are people that did that. And guess what? They lost their destiny. Saul could not wait on God. What happened? He lost it. Because he was trying to set an offering. But he went before the man of God. Because he was worried about everything that was going on around him. Don't be like Saul. Don't lose what God has established for you. Learn to wait on God. Learn to be patient. It means that we are giving God the benefit of the doubt when you wait on him. Which is the same reason that I asked that were you the one that created you? Were you the one that made that choices? It was not you. God made the choice for you. To wait on God, there are things that God will do and you have to be in alignment. If you're here and you're saying, God, I am waiting. Or I don't know how to wait. Don't get pressured into anything that's not meant to be. Don't get pressured into anything that God is not part of. You will regret it. I've been through it. And believe you me, if you want somebody that is calm, I'm very calm. Now I am. I had a belief of, let's just go. Let's make it happen. Let's... Let's go, let's go. When some struggles come in life, oh God, you will be humbled. You will be humbled. And you say, God, just tell me. I want to tell you that you don't want to go through a situation where you don't listen to God and you have to deal with the consequences. 
He will forgive you, but he could delay you. I want to encourage you. God's timing is the best. Don't go before your time. Because those that did it, it didn't work out well for them. And we know multiple cantors in the Bible. Or even if you want to take the case of um, Abraham and Sarah. God gave them Ishmael, who was a child of war. And then Isaac, a child of laughter. Do you want to laugh or you want war? You make that choice. Do you want to laugh about God's doing? Or do you want war in what you do? I want to encourage you. Please wait on God's timing. Don't take matters into your own hand. What God has for you is greater than you. Your destiny is great. And I want you to say, my destiny is great. Your destiny is great. Learn to wait on God. Because your future, if you can see it and align with Him, only God will make it. Only, only, I mean, only, only you will see how great God is. You know, you have an immigration issue and you said things are not aligning and you want to make a fast way. God help you. Whatever happens there, that's between you and God. Please, don't take matters into your own hand. Learn to wait on God. Amen? The next one we'll look at in the verse 4. Verse 4 of the Bible says, Behold the proud, his soul is not upright with him, but the just shall live by faith. Multiple parts of the Bible, Romans 1.17, Romans 3, is Romans 3, no, Galatians 3.11, that says also says, the just shall live by faith. If heaven is silent now, Where's your faith? Heaven being silent does not mean your destiny is not coming to pass. The Bible just tells us that where is our faith? Your faith is what's going to go through and drive a lot of things that God will make happen for you. Everybody goes through a silent period. I know this because I've also gone through a silent period. When it just seems like heaven is silent on certain matters. And God will answer you on certain matters. And then you keep asking God, how about this? And you don't get a response. But then on certain things, he will say, okay, do this, 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 this. And then like, God, I hear you. But how about this, 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 this? What do you do? Does that mean he's still not God? He's God. But he's still my father. And only him knows where I'm going through. So if heaven is silent now, know that God is taking you through something. When God will use Moses, first time you heard he was born. At 40 years old, he killed somebody. Another 40 years, right? That's when God really called him out. In the book of Acts, chapter 7. That's when God happened. So there were different stages that Moses had to grow up to have the intellectual capacity and all that to deal with it. And then after he learned in the king's house, he moved on, right? And then another 40 years in the wilderness from the palace all the way to the field. Why did God take him from the palace to the field? The Bible didn't tell us why, but God knows. 
So can you please just know that if heaven is silent, keep faith. Keep faith. Because if your next level will come, you have to be rugged about it. You have to continue to speak about it. You have to continue to know that your tomorrow is set and is guaranteed. You know, I go to certain meetings and when I get into the meeting, they look at you like, who else is coming? I'm like, it is me. Me, it's me. Are you the one that's, yes, I'm the one leading the team. Because I don't see them. They are not my creator. They are not, they're just a source of an opportunity. If they see me otherwise, my God did not see me otherwise. God, God placed my foot here. I didn't place it here. He did. And to the glory of God, even the opportunities that you see, some they call you, it's not even me. So why would I not have faith? As I'm standing with you right now, I'm trusting God for a couple of things. And God is opening some other ways that I'm like, I didn't ask for that, God. I want to encourage you. Keep your faith, whatever it is. Because silent period is a growing period. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when he had his own silent period, and I want us to just spend a couple of minutes around this as we go on. If we look at Luke chapter 2, verse 21. In the book of Luke, you talked about his circumcision and all that, right? That he was born, he's circumcising and everything. Now, if we go back to verse 39, if we can show it right quick, please, media. Luke 1, 39. And you walk with me quickly. My time is fast, man. So if you look at Luke 2, 39. No, Luke 2, 39. So when they have performed all the things according to the law, they return to Galilee, the city of their own Nazareth. Next verse. What did the Bible say? And the child what? Your silent period could be your growing time. Even our Lord Jesus Christ had to do what? He had to grow. Some of us still need to grow. So when heaven is silent and we're talking about your next level, you still need to grow. Because you may not be ready to be able to do what God has placed you to do. Our Lord Jesus Christ had to. So if we're going to grow, you need to understand that you have, even if heaven is silent, heaven is not ignoring you. If you go to verse 42, and you, verse 42, he spoke about how at 12 years old, right? And when he was 12 years old, they went to Jerusalem. If we go further down to verse 49, that was when they left him and he said, oh, I'm about my father's business and everything. But you know, even though there was a grace on his life, he told them what he was about. But guess what he didn't do? He was not rude to his parents. He still what? He went through with them because he had to follow through. Obedient. He was obedience. If you go to verse 51, we spoke about, I mean, if you look at that, he was circumcised. We spoke when he was 12. And then he went with his parents for that level. Most people, where is your obedience in this cycle? If our Lord Jesus Christ was obedient to his parents, are you obedient to where you are? We're now in a world where people want to be their own boss. 
They want to run their own business. They want to live their own life. They want to question the status quo. Please, whatever you do, don't step out of the will of God. Because heaven may be silent when you are just doing all these things on your own and you are not obedient. Are you under a boss that you can't stand? You may not know that you have to learn certain things. Maybe you will learn how not to treat other people bad. And that may be what will grow your business. Even if you, are in the, if you are in the ministry, you may be in a ministry that if you stay under there, the Lord can bless your own ministry, starting out of that place. Even if you don't align. But God is telling you to wait. God's silence does not mean he's ignoring you. Our Lord Jesus Christ had this 0, 12, and we didn't hear back from him until another 13 years, 18 years when he started his full ministry. Silence also means you have to grow, but you have to keep your faith and keep on going because your next level that you will do is in your hands. It is in your hands. How you carry God, how you cherish God, it is in your hand. It is you that can take how you want to move. It doesn't take a special talent to give up. It does not take a special talent to give up. But it takes the grace of God in you and God's faith for you to be able to, give, to be able to hold on. I have to wrap up because my time is fast spent and we have to cut everything short. But key thing I want to say once again is as we move to the next level, please, this is the seventh month. It's also the month we've called the month of perfection. It's the middle of the month. Please realign your goals. What is that vision that God has set you? Where are you now? Do an evaluation check, a media review of your life. If you keep coming to church and nothing is happening, don't say God is not moving here. Are you moving? It's not just God. What are you doing? Because heaven is silent, you're saying, I'm going to sit still. Are you even having any goal that's something that God can work with? Realign your vision. Reassess your vision. Keep faith. Don't be worried, but know that God is there for you and he will not forget you. And waiting on God, this is the toughest one. Please, if there's anything, learn to wait on God. I came in this country at a very young age and I keep saying it, I know it's by the grace of God when you see people straying away. Don't fall out of God's will. Whatever you will do, please learn to wait on God. Your tomorrow, as I said, speak good things for your life, for your children's life, but please don't step out of God's will. Amen. Can we stand up and pray, please? And if there's somebody here You've been asking God when. Okay, if there's somebody here, you've been asking God when. When will you do it? Or you're about to take a critical decision. Please, all eyes closed, please. All eyes closed. If you've been asking God the when, 
or you're about to take a critical decision that you know is not the will of God but you need to make something happen please all eyes closed can you just raise your hand you've been asking God when when God when or you're about to take a decision that you know it's not of the will of God but something must happen please raise your hand all eyes closed Father Lord all these that have raised their hand Lord as you've laid on my heart I said Lord they're raising their hand upon you Father please help these ones by their right hand in the mighty name of Jesus whatever they need to do pull their hand up Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Lord that hand that they've raised upon you is submission to you that Lord I want to move but I'm not doing it on my own. I'm not being proud. I'm fully obedient to your will. Have they raised their hand in full submission, Lord? Show up for them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. I say, show up for them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. They've raised this hand not to man, but to you to say, God, help me. God, help me. Sada, send help to them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Like each of these hands have been raised. They will testify in the mighty name of Jesus. For all those that have raised their hand, just continue to thank God and continue to give Him all the praise because God will surprise you in His own time in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you on your lesson to learn that Lord, everything that you've promised us is for an appointed time. Father Lord, in anything that we'll do as we gather this morning, May we never step out of line, step out of your timing in the mighty name of Jesus. In everything that we'll do, every goal, every dream that you've given us, may you bring it to pass, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere where it seems like, oh, we've fallen astray, or Lord, we've been discouraged because we just don't see a way forward. Father, give us a way forward, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. For all those that have been saying, God, when? Or heaven is silent. Father Lord, give us our faith, re-energize our faith, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We now say for those that are asking the when, show that you are the God of all things, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Those that are asking you the when, Lord, I say show up, Lord, and give them a word of assurance, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, we thank you, Lord. We give you all the grace. We give you all, I'm going to give you all the glory and all adoration in jesus mighty name we have prayed